just when you think you've seen it all in this sport. I am straight up flabbergasted by Sean Strickland's title victory, and I have never used that word in my entire life, but it's the only fitting one. We have to talk about this chaos in detail and what it means for the division, the sport, and everything else. Man, there is never a dull moment in mixed martial arts. I'm Tommy from MMA On Point. A massive thank you to our biggest channel supporters and our Hall of Famers. Let's talk about how Sean Strickland just broke MMA. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Before we try to comprehend what happened, let's at least acknowledge all that went down at UFC 293 with a quick rundown of the event. Sean Strickland defeated Israel Adesanya 49-46 on all three judges' cards to become the new middleweight champion of the world. Alexander Volkov submitted Tai Tuivasa with an Ezekiel choke in the second round. Manel Kopp earned a UD victory over Felipe Dos Santos. Justin Taffa KO'd Austin Lane in under two minutes. And Tyson Pedro KO'd Anton Turkali in under three minutes to kick off the main card. The prelims were a mixed bag, as they often tend to be. Some solid finishes, though, and a horrible arm injury. Proceed with caution if you're going to go back and check them out. All right, so now we're all aware of what happened, but before we get too deep, let's run the numbers on this thing and see if we can't find any insights. The sixth ever UFC card in Sydney had a total of 12 fights, with three KO TKOs, four subs, and five decisions for a total cage time of two hours, seven minutes, seven seconds. Eight favorites prevailed on the night, with four dogs getting unexpected wins, the big one of course being plus 475 at closing Sean Strickland, the new middleweight champ earning a decision was plus 1400. Now this doesn't put Sean at the biggest betting upset of all time in a UFC title fight, but he's certainly among the big ones, TJ over Barrow, Sarah over GSP, and Holm over Rousey. How did he do it though? Well, one thing he certainly did was make Izzy miss a lot more than he normally does. This was the lowest landed significant strike percentage of any fight in Adesanya's entire career. Only 34% would hit their mark. He also, of course, landed the only official knockdown on Izzy as well in the first round. And another record, Sean had the most significant strikes of any opponent on Stylebender with 137. Surprisingly, though, that was actually the lowest output by Strickland in a five-rounder. He's had five in the promotion thus far. Still can't get over that fight. Alexander Volkov became only the second-ever UFC fighter to win via an Ezekiel choke, earning him our Boa Constrictor Award. Manel Kopp landed the most significant strikes of his UFC career thus far in his win with 112. That was Justin Taffa's fourth sub two-minute finish in the UFC, earning him our Energy Star Award. And finally, every single victory for Tyson Pedro in the UFC has come in the very first round. Last night was his sixth. But the stats can only give us a bit of the picture. It's time to talk about what really happened. And what really happened is that Israel Adesanya was soundly defeated by Sean Strickland. There's absolutely no way to look at that fight and say otherwise. Sean had a game plan, he stuck to it, and he utilized it effectively for 25 I'm Alex Rodriguez and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg this is the deal each week you will hear us in conversation with business icons this show will explore deal making across sports media and entertainment that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to the deal.
Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Minutes. Adesanya never really had any success. The lasting image of that fight for me will always be a beaten up Adesanya in the closing seconds being walked down by Strickland taunting him. I honestly still cannot believe it. I personally gave Strickland little to no chance in this bout, especially if it was going to be fought standing the entire time, which it was. And wow, was I wrong as I have ever been about anything. Was it simply that Sean's style and game plan were the perfect foil to Izzy? I do not know enough about the technical aspects of the fight game to tell you that, but I know that over the next few weeks, pundits, experts, and everyone else are going to be breaking this one down to the smallest detail and giving their input into how it was possible that someone who, up to this point, has been revered as the second greatest middleweight champion of all time, who is still very much in his prime, was defeated so entirely by someone like Strickland, which is not to take anything away from Sean. In fact, I think more than anything, this could take away from Adesanya. His legacy is now incredibly complicated any way you look at it. Even the commentary on the fight seemed perplexed at how simply Strickland was able to completely negate any effort by Izzy. It looked easy. He didn't have a mark on him. There was no point in that which he looked at any kind of danger. When Adesanya moved up to 205 and was soundly defeated by Jan Blachowicz, it felt different. This guy was a lot bigger. He was utilizing his grappling. It was what it was. When he lost to Pereira, he was winning the fight. That KO came in the fifth round, and given their history and Alex's accolades in the kickboxing world, it felt like, okay, you know, these things can happen sometimes when two high-level guys go at it. And then, of course, he avenged that loss in spectacular fashion, and it really felt like he'd reestablished himself as that top guy. Then there's what happened last night. It doesn't feel like either of those. Jan and Alex were expected to be huge challenges. Sean was given no chance by just about anybody. What did he have to offer that Izzy couldn't handle? Well, apparently, a lot. The question now becomes, what is it that we're supposed to take away from this. Is a great fighter allowed to have a bad fight? If the two fought again, would it be the exact same outcome? I honestly don't know what this means for Adesanya's legacy or where he goes from here. Given how polarizing he is, I know there will be a very loud contingent of fans that will say he's washed or was never as good as many made him out to be. I personally think it's way too early to get any kind of feel of what any of this means. We don't know what the future holds for either of these fighters, and so for now, to me, it just is what it is. A massive loss. What it means for the future of Stylebender, though, is very much to be determined. The question now is what happens next? Surely there will be no rematch. This was the first defense of Izzy's second reign, and he was beat across 25 minutes. There's nothing in dispute here. Oh, I, th- I think you do the rematch, absolutely. I mean, the rematch is, is interesting. So it would seem as if the division will move forward, with Strickland likely taking on Drickus Duplessis. How that fight goes, I have no idea. I could absolutely see DDP winning that one, and then all of a sudden we're two champions removed from Adesanya just like that. And what do you do with Izzy in a non-title fight? He's beaten most of the division's best several times over. Surely the winner of Costa and Hamzad has to be factored in as well. They could potentially jump right into the title picture, potentially over DDP considering his angle with Izzy is now dead. Or maybe you just do that fight with no title on the line. Saying it now out loud, it actually makes a lot of sense. As weird as what just happened was, it does feel a bit like we might be moving into the next phase of this division, one without Stylebender reigning over the top. 
top of it, and one where the belt could be changing hands quite a bit. But again, it's just too early to see just how massively impactful this loss was. Man, I could really go on for hours about this one, but let's try to wrap up 293 as best as we can. Massive props to Laura Sanko on the night. This was her first pay-per-view, and she absolutely crushed it. No notes. She's top tier on the list of commentators the UFC has right now. I would gladly listen to her call as many fights as we can have her on. Most of us were looking at this as a bit of a nothing card. Of course, for Australia and the regional appeal, it made a ton of sense, but there was a lot of talk during the week about the $80 price tag and just how thin this thing was. Objectively, without context, it wasn't one of those nights you'd never forget for the action that took place, but wow, did this one turn out to be massively significant. I think if 293 says anything at all, it says that there is no knowing this sport because who could have possibly seen the fight playing out like it did? I am still just as flabbergasted as the intro, even though we have now discussed this at length. What a crazy night. I'm sure there will be plenty more like it in the future, but this one is definitely up there on the what just happened meter. But enough from me. What do you guys think? What happened in that fight? What is Izzy's legacy? What happens next for Sean? Do you see him having a long reign? I want to hear everything you think. Sound off in the comments. Please also show the amazing Max Randall love on his social media. He puts these together so fast and it's always just incredible. Max, sir, you are my hero. A massive thanks to our channel champions as well for their support. If you want to join them, there is a join button. Imagine that. Please like and subscribe, guys. I'm going to go lay down and try to process all that just happened, but you have a great rest of your weekend. All right, later.